Uh, like I just said, just come out consistently, come out, play hard and smart uh, for the whole 48 minutes. What up? That wasn't enough. I need more feeling. What up? James Todd. Yeah. Slid up in the AMG. Satellite radio. You next to me. Big free. Constantly test me. I'm clear that the rest is trying to outfinesse me. But love is real. I can tell how it feels. See what you want, but keep the lips sealed. Is the whole gang in here? Talk extra slick and strip in front of the plasma. Free nation. One two, one two, one two, one two, one two. It's a good feeling. It's a good vibe this week. Little Carl Thomas for the song. No, you can make it happen. <laughs> ah. We'll load them up. Count up. Show up. We back. Are you here to sing it with me? Yeah. Episode 129. Luther Van Sauce. Free of Style Podcast. I gotta know what you, what you want, what you are, what you feel, what you want to believe in. Sing it. I always wanted Baby girl, I'm right here. What you want to do? We came to set this one off. Who's with me? Who's riding? It's that new, new. It's that Free of Style Podcast 2024 edition. LVS, wait up. Yo, who let it rip? Crazy, put the needle back on the record. Let's do a double take. Now listen, baby, I'm a dirtbag. I don't know the etiquette places I can make it, but I got that key. So leave it. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Damn, are we in Miami? <laughs> Where's Trina? Are we down south? 
Nolens. Hey, why not? Shout out Dirtbag, yeah, it's a Miami thing. They don't make it like this anymore. Alright, I promise y'all, we got a show today. Yeah, we're gonna pick up where we left off from last week. UFC 297. NFL playoffs, <laughs> we're at that time, yeah, we are entering into the conference championships, AFC, NFC, we also got a couple projects that are new to us this year, just set it off, yeah, we came to set it off. We're going to get into that and a lot more. New music, new news, and a, we're going to mess around a little bit. So without further ado, let me bring you on in, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Shout out to Monica, shout out to Carl Thomas for helping intro the pod. Feel good, feel good. Start with some classics. All right. So if you are here, you are with us. Free Nation. Luther Van Sauce on the ones and twos. Free of Style podcast. Free of Style. The week is January, Monday the 22nd. We are going to be getting into the second last week of January. And... Like that, 2024, one month in. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still got a lot to cover. And we're going to start right where, while it's fresh, we had UFC 297 over the course of this weekend. I mean, Saturday night, live from Toronto, Canada, if you'd believe it. First UFC pay-per-view of the year. We were excited for Sean Strickland versus Drakis. <laughs> Dreiskis. This name gets me every time. Duplessis. And Sean Strickland coming off of the big, big W in Perth, Australia against Israel Adesanya to get that middleweight title. And now he's putting it up against the mandem that he had fisticuffs with at the last UFC pay-per-view event of the year back in December. So, Dreiskis Duplessis, DDP versus Sean Strickland, double S for the middleweight championship of the world. Before we get into that, though, UFC 297 fans were chanting a little something at the beginning of the card. Mind the language, please. <laughs> so you get it. Not a lot of love going around for the Canadian leader in the Scotia Centre in Toronto on Saturday evening for UFC 297. However, if we look towards how the pay-per-view actually went, it seemed to really ring off. 
this was a big card for the UFC with Sean Strickland taking on DDP, of course. Raquel Pennington also on this card, as well as Neil Magny and a host of others. The main event did live up to expectation going to um, the judges' table for the main decision after five rounds. And to be fair, Sean Strickland looked like he had a pretty good game plan for the first few rounds. However, DDP, the conversation surrounding this fight was whether or not he could go five rounds after um, never going five rounds, of course. <laughs> and But he really grew into the fight and the stamina was clearly there. It's something that him and his team had worked on. And it really wasn't an issue for him going five rounds, going the distance. It was actually Sean Strickland who seemed to taper off after the first round. He landed some good shots. He continued to hide behind that shoulder, much like how we saw against Izzy. And DDP was finding it hard to connect with Sean and his, um, how should you say, it's a little bit of... Um, unorthodox style you could say he is uh he leads with the jab and he jabs he'll jab you to death he'll piece you up and that's what we kind of saw in the first uh, 10 minutes of this fight we saw ddp get pieced up by sean and his jab a little one two sometimes coming in with that right which is the finisher and that's exactly what the damage was looking like on ddp is his left um, I was bruised, it was um, swelling up, and thus his vision was going to be uh, sacrificed as a result of all those jabs and, and then um, swinging right hooks towards that, that left eye. And that was the worry for the first half of the fight. Then, all of a sudden, I think it was in the fourth round, Sean gets elbowed right inside the the nose and next to his left eye which now had him in quite the predicament he was gashed and bleeding a lot and so we're going into the championship round at least the fourth and the fifth we're seeing that ddp's growing into the fight he doesn't look tired he looks great sean doesn't believe in sitting during his um his uh corner talks of course so he's standing the entire time but it, it it just looked like Sean Strickland was missing a little bit of that it factor you know he it, it's like almost he lacked belief he was just happy to be there still like unlike Leon Edwards when he won his belt we didn't see that championship factor from Sean Strickland he played it safe he tried to rely on his own plaudits you could say the fact that he was champion and thus when it went to decision it really looked like the this this was only going to go one way because Sean Strickland kind of coasted through the remainder of of the fight after winning the first round and although he had a good fifth round it just wasn't enough at the end of the day and the judges gave the victory to the South African born, the man who represents for early in the fight it was an entire an entire country. And it it was really big for South Africa that 
Driscus Duplessis got this victory, and now we're going to see the era of DDP now, I feel like. He's got a family, he's got... <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know all of this, but he's, def he's definitely got a lot a lot riding on him and a lot of people behind him, and this could be big for the UFC, so maybe we're going to South Africa soon. At the end of the day, though, let's hear from the new champion, the new middleweight, the number one, <laughs> I mean, the champ, is here. DDP, everybody. Congratulations in order, a lot of, is there some tears from the corner? I don't know, but, you know, he gives good interviews, so let's listen in. I know what I can tell you right now, South Africa, we can probably, if we all go silent, hear them from outside. That country is amazing. Thank you, South Africa. Thank you. They are going crazy. This is history. We love them. This is almost like that feeling like when the Springboks won the Rugby World Cup for the first time. <laughs> like, wow. You have done enough to get the victory when you walk to the center. Listen, let me tell you this. I honestly thought with the takedowns, I made sure on every round. I could feel it was a close one. I definitely got him the first round. I tried to get that takedown in the first to try and level the playing field. And I thought that he gets up really well, but I can get under him and get him down because I'm stronger. But um, I felt the first three rounds was uh, give and take, but those last, the last two rounds, I know. Everybody said, when the ghost passed halfway, and I had a point to prove, how's that for round four and five? Who says this guy's not a five-round fighter? What do I tell you? Drakus, let's take a look at your work. Earlier in the week, you said you had to make him go backwards, and you did that the entire time. How focused on that? Right, right on. You heard uh, Drakus say that he, his takedown game was strong, which is something I failed to talk about. He definitely did get Sean with at least, I, I, I want to say, like three to four takedowns. I mean, Strickland did a really good job defending a lot of these takedowns. However, yeah, Drakus, he successfully attempted six takedowns out of 11 that managed to get Sean Strickland on the mat. Good takedown defense or not, it's going to take a lot out of you every time you hit the mat um, with a big guy like Dreykus, um taking you down. I saw Sean Strickland wince, especially in, in the, the fourth round there when he got uh, thrown on his back that those takedowns definitely took something out of him. And his... his coaches and team were trying to urge him on defend go for broke but it yeah just it really it's a real shame when champs don't bring their a game to the defense it really just feels like you went through all that adversity all of the tribunals all of that to win the title for the first time and then to just let it go to a new guy to <laughs> to pass it around to play a 
hot potato with the belt. It's it's definitely something that I think that the UFC could get a little bit better at with regards to finding champions that can hold on to their belts and, you know, become that marquee name in the UFC like an Israel Adesanya, like an Anderson Silva. Maybe Dreykus can do it because he's currently at seven seven um victories in a row in the middleweight division. The longest streak goes to um Anderson Silva with thirteen, Izzy Adesanya with twelve behind him. Um you know, DDP has submitted uh Robert Whitaker or TKO'd him. He's UL Romero's still there, but like I th- I feel like DDP could be that new marquee in this UFC middleweight division. We definitely want to see Dreyka, Duplessis, and Adesanya go at it. They've already exchanged some remarks in the media. Um, is saying that Adesanya is not the true African champion or the African fighter that everyone's led you to believe. Dreykus is still of training in Africa and fighting out of Africa, unlike Adesanya, who is fighting out of New Zealand. So there's already a little bit of banter going back and forth with regards to, you know, who's really repping for the continent, <laughs> which is very interesting. We know Izzy is is all about that, and he's, you know, taking some time off after the better part of the last five years defending that middleweight championship and also going up a division to try and have a go for Jan Blahovic um in his title at the time that didn't go over too well and resulted in Adesanya actually receiving his first loss within UFC conglomerate and then his first real loss as a middleweight fighter came against Sean Strickland so that is a little bit of a roundup for the middleweight division as I said, we look forward to possibly seeing a Adesanya versus Dreykut Duplessis bout in the near future. And for the rest of this card, UFC 297, our co-main was Raquel Pennington taking on Myra Bueno Silva. I guess this was a pretty big fight. Everyone thought uh, that Bueno Silva had a pretty good chance in this contest. However, after five rounds... Um, Raquel Pennington still holding on to that number two contender position in the women's bantamweight division Myra Buena Silva just right underneath her in third our girl Juliana Pena is right there and I, I guess it's a vacated women's bantamweight title I don't know what happened to the the champ but we're not seeing a current bantamweight champion here for the women's division so you know how my, where my feelings uh, lie with regards to Juliana Pena. And we definitely want to see her back fighting at the top because it was just a, a really big moment when Juliana Pena downed <laughs> our girl Amanda Nunez, who I'm actually seeing reportedly retired from the UFC. I, I wasn't aware of this. And at the same time, we're actually hearing that Amanda Nunez is... Um, plotting a return to the UFC, the Lioness here after watching that co-main event 
between Pennington and Bueno Silva. I guess um, Amanda Nunez actually said that she is thinking about a possible return. Um, she previously defended the bantamweight title against Pennington at UFC 224. She's 35 years old now and holds wins over, obviously, all the division's biggest names. But uh, she was interviewed, I guess, here with I Megan Olivia. I know that you drove for four days to get here to Toronto. Why was it so important that you and Nina pack up the two little babies and you get in the car and you drive to be here tonight? First of all, Reagan want to see snow. <laughs> Every day was talking about snow, snow. She's like, you know what, Nina? Let's drive there. And then we go through city to city. And then we stop a little bit, let she play. So that was our main one. And a second baby, no have the passport yet. If we can, we can. No tengo la pasaporte por mi. We can. So, <laughs> you know, horrible. we say like, okay, let's pack everything, let's go. And also, I want to see the fight, you know what I mean? Uh, my belt, my baby too. And I really have to be here tonight and I'm glad that I'm here. What did you think about the fight here between uh, Maida Bono Silva and Raquel Pennington? I know that you have relationships. Amanda looks great as well, yeah. gotta say. Well, she looks strong. Clear skin. She looks like she's happy outside of fighting. Prospect as a coach too. I know if that fight go long, uh, Bueno would have a hard time, you know, because I fought Rocky. I know. I know she hate hard too. I know she she training high altitude. She have advantage already, and also she like she can get hit. You know what I mean? She can move forward, and I know that Bueno have that problem. You know what I mean? So, of course, Amanda saying that Bueno was going to have a hard time against Rocky, as, as you heard. And I know be able really to, to, to enjoy my 20s. My 20s pass like that. I'm 30, 35 now. And now I'll be able to go back to Brazil, stay a little bit with my friends and family, enjoy. And then see what happens, you know. I'm still young, you know, um, fresh, you know, like we never know. So we have a lot of things to do. I got to figure out a bunch of things at home still. What are we going to do? And see what happens. Does that mean the door is a little bit open then? I don't know. You know, like, we never know. So I'm a fighter, you know. This is my job. And I love this so much. And I don't know. But, like, I, I enjoy as well, you know, you know, being in the gym every day and have a, a normal life. You know, stay home a little bit, be lazy. Because to be lazy as a fighter is, like, very hard. <laughs> so, but... You know, I'm, I'm still healthy. You know? Wow, Amanda Nunez, you heard it there. She's in good spirits. She's looking healthy. She's feeling good. Just enjoy. Just enjoy life, you know. Life is so short. Need to enjoy. <laughs> oh, I love it when I love it when the Hispanics start enjoying things. Like they don't have enough fiestas. Like they don't know how to party. Like they don't drink tequila. <laughs> nah, but this is all. This is really good news to hear that. Amanda Nunez is thriving outside of the UFC. That is, I didn't see that coming. I thought that she'd be, you know, stomping on these <laughs> these ladies for the, the foreseeable future. But that makes a lot of sense, though. Kind of like how, well, I guess we could touch on the, the fact that so many people have been carrying the UFC for the last five years. Amanda Nunez, Israel Adesanya for starters so these two um behemoths i mean giants of of mma 
really needed some time off you feel like the it's taxing fighting you only get so many fights you only get so many hits to the head so i feel like this is really healthy for the sport to have two of the most unanimous the most decorated fighters in history to you know get some tlc take some time off and then come back bigger and better we see this happening throughout all sports that people you know are just getting better through generations through breeding through training and taking the best out of one one athlete and then get putting it into the into the next it just feels like sports basketball fighting even horse racing down down to all that it's like sports science is is there and the fact that that we could be seeing not only the best fighters of all time come back and be even better because of just the the rest and the ability to work on your craft and game and maybe enjoy life and then come back with a new a new invigoration slightly just more honed in more tuned into what's going on and you know maybe falling back in love with the sport is what they need because after so many years of training vigorously and just relentlessly you need a little bit of that reprieve a little bit of time to reflect and then go go again get back on the horse and just don't stop knocking every day trying to get better but yeah so really where the UFC could be heading it looks like we still got John Jones, you know, Weili Zhang, uh, Alex Grosso is is coming in now. We we got Alex Pereira who the people are loving, Islam Akhachev, Leon Edwards, Volkanovski, Sean O'Malley. This is just like it's starting to shape up again. We're starting to see like what I was asking for these types of champions that can talk the talk, walk the walk. Defend that belt in the goddamn octagon. Take that 50k back home. Spend it on your camp. <laughs> Maybe buy that new Prius or Corolla. And get yourself back into fighting shape to do it all over again come next May. So win the fight of the night. Take the bag home. Talk some shit. Definitely sun somebody try and belittle somebody that's what the ufc is all about then film a couple vlogs get right back to it and make it known that you're coming for the money in the bank that you're coming to kick ass take names leave no prisoners for real so ufc coming up obviously we got 298 which is coming right around the corner next month. However, there's also Fight Night. Dolidze versus Imavov is coming up this weekend. After that, Fight Night, Hermanson versus um, Pfeiffer, and then UFC 298. Of course, uh, Moreno versus Royval, the second, is right after that before UFC 299. We'll see you guys right back, right here on the FOSP for more of those takes.
So what's been going on with Kanye West? Really, he's gotten his teeth done this week. He's replaced them with, what, $850,000 worth of dentures, stainless steel or steel dentures. I guess the inspiration comes from a film. I didn't watch that movie, <laughs> did y'all? But I feel like this is definitely or was always going to happen with our favorite celebrities was that they have the money that they can get these augmentations. So are we going to see more celebrity cyborgs? Are we going to see more bottle openers lodged into celebrities' mouths and teeth? Are we going to see dentists make a lot more money? Surely. Dentists and surgeons have been just reaping the rewards of all of this media and Hollywood commercialism, capitalist society that they've pushed forward onto us. But this is a little bit deep for a Kanye West segment where we're talking about him emulating a James Bond villain, Jaws. Jaws appeared in the James Bond film, The Spy Who Loved Me and Moonraker. I don't even know that, that there was a James Bond film called Moonraker, but the underlying or the one key fact that must be underlined here is 850k on some dentures. Kanye no lo longer has any recognizable teeth. It's just straight metal. The crazy part is that <laughs> in a conversation between Playboy Cardi and Ye, it appears that they don't really actually converse with each other. They just say, yo. <laughs> and then Kanye shares his new teeth, his new mouth with Cardi. And from looking on a phone screen that's no bigger than, you know, seven and a half inches diagonally, you really couldn't tell that Ye had gotten an operation. It looked like maybe he was trying to whiten his teeth putting some foil over and I think a lot of other people had the same gut reaction but then to see this photo continue to circulate and it turns out that Ye has put titanium dentures inside his mouth <laughs> well we are liars <laughs> it's the only one way that we can go out from here Do you got any prize? You got any prize? So yeah, Kanye's acting wild and he continues to really impact media and headlines all around the net. 
whether it's with regards to his Vultures album for the the past four to six weeks, as well as getting ahead in the middle of Venice, get <laughs> showing his wife off on Instagram and all throughout Europe, or covering his wife up. I don't know. It feels like Ye and Bianca are living the type of life that Diddy and Carisho could only dream of, the way that they gallivant throughout society and expect everyone to um, cater to their suit. But it's actually happening, and it's crazy to see this this version of Ye, but... This is almost like the version that he always wanted to show, but could only let us see a glimpse of. And now that he's not tied down, you know, he's not trying to please anyone. He's one of the richest men in the world. If you're led to believe such, and he, then he definitely is the Yeezy frontline, the head man, the head honcho. But... <laughs> So let's just go through some of these headlines that Ye has curated over the last last week, um, including he's getting other people to copy him, mimic his his own rollout with Tyrese posting his significant other in a thirst trap. Um, I feel like. We're very close to Vultures being dropped. The album that Ye and Ty Dolla Sign have curated and showed to every white woman in and across the Jeffrey Epstein or the the Epstein Island flight log list. He's, he's shown it to every every woman and, and their daughter and son across the great nation of the United States and probably within the realms of Saudi Arabia and Italy where Ye has been slowly making this album come to fruition and whether it's trademarks for his his own yeezy pods and any other venture and product that he's about to slay our way and get us to fork out our own disposable income on these said products these synthetic silicon um skins <laughs> which it feels like it's funny that how Kim made skims and Ye made Yeezy but all we're really down to wear is just knock off Balenciaga <laughs> and we're we're just heading into an era where everything's shiny everything's fitting tight or fitting very loose and baggy I guess there's no actual silhouette just be your own silhouette or don't be your own silhouette like everyone no one day you're in skin tight the next day you're in you're in a box you're in a balloon you're looking like a new balloon but you're looking like the chick in um you know the second one to bow out of the willy wonka factory who ate ate the that ever-changing many flavored gum <laughs> but long ran short Yeezy is, is definitely still very much so in the headlines. It's fa fair and safe to say. Now, I do want to have a little bit of fun here. And given that Lil Wayne is coming with Carter Six, don't worry, it's on the way. We already got the album before the Carter. 
a little a little something to tide us over. As well as Wayne continues to go on his feature run, and although J. Cole has just been announced as Complex's artist of the year, rapper of the year, whatever you want to call it, Lil Wayne has continued to stay just eons above his class. His, you know, if you do a yearbook of Wayne, Wayne in 06, whether it's him, Gucci Mane, and a host of others, he is the one. I mean, him him and 2 Chains did put out a joint project, Welcome to Collar Grove, the second edition. And on top of that, Wayne gave us the fix before the six. Carter Six on the way. He dropped that back in September. But come on, Wayne, Rob49, Freestyle Pod. You heard it here first. What's up, baby? Ayo, we're gonna need to spin that back. All of that, all of that. Freestyles, you with me? Turn up. That right. Talk to him, Rob. It's that Nola. The Nola connection, New Orleans own Rob Forty Nine, Lil Wayne. Big Wheezy gives you a, a verse flooded with babies. I'm going to interrupt this to just let y'all know. Boozy Badass says Suge Knight wanted to sign him to death row as next Pac. <laughs> Badass always finds a way into the stories and the news. It's Little Wayne. I mean, this is Little Wayne. Yeah. Uh, it's it's always Kanye, Soldier Boy as well, Boosie, Blueface. Matter of fact, all of these guys are Crips. Like Wheezy's blood. <laughs> What's up with all the Crips in the news though? I pick up pick that pussy paper better. Hey yo, big up New Orleans, big free. We ride with you. Yes, that was Little Wayne Rob Forty Nine. What's up, baby?
Matter of fact, you know, while while we're in, trying to get into it right now, we had a big drop, a big drop during our hiatus, which was Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday 2, Gag City, come on. Features from Lil Wayne, J. Cole, Lil Uzi, Drizzy, Skilly Bang, one of my personal favorites. And then we've proceeded to get a deluxe version, the Gag City deluxe version. <laughs> Can I get a gag? Can I? That's right, the deluxe city gag version. With features from 50 Cent, Monica, who we heard at the top of the pod. Period. Keisha Cole, Future. Future rounds off a 25 song second edition of the Pink Friday series. Pink Friday 2, you heard it, free of style. (laughs) The gag. It's a great album. It really, really surprised me. As, as far ahead as we saw this one coming, some people complaining that there was no rollout for this. Come on. You played yourself. You played yourself if you didn't know that Pink Friday 2 was dropping. It did come top of the year here, January 13th. Well, that's the deluxe. I mean, Pink Friday 2 was out before then. Regardless, there's a lot of fire on here. There's a lot of good, good, good. I'm going to play a personal favorite. Actually, it, it does happen to be the Drake track, it's called Needle in a Haystack. It's a great album, though. Everyone's messing with the Little Uzi Everybody track. You know, TikTok ate it up. The intro is the one that's really going to get you. Check out that intro, Are You Gone Already? It gets deep. A song actually about... Nicki Minaj's father, late father, who passed before he could even meet Papa Bear. Papa Bear, the child that Nicki Minaj had with Mr. Petty. A great moment for Nicki Minaj after, you know, the better part of the last four years. We haven't had an album since Queen. Crazy, crazy. We've had, you know, seeing Green, Nikki, she had her maternity leave. The Barbs, the Barbs have been through so much, you know, defending her against not only just Meg the Stallion, but every hoe that came after her and Cardi B who came before her. And she just sounds great. It's crazy when someone takes this amount of time off and actually comes back and sounds like they're better than ever. Is it just me? Because some people are trying to say that they they grew out of Nikki, but for me, I'm I'm growing into Nikki. Come on, man. I mean, it's YMCNB still. It's Wayne, Drake, Nikki. 
They've been in the industry for the better part of the last 14 years, I want to say. In the game. And like, I think every guy, I can speak for every guy, we all love Nicki Minaj's Monsterverse, but what has there been since then for us? Yeah, Anaconda videos, there's been visuals, but what about a true album? For me, I really got into Queen as a, a full-on Nicki project. I wasn't there for Beam Me Up, Scotty. I wasn't there for Roman's Revenge. I wasn't there for Pink Friday. I was there for Queen, and I'm here for Pink Friday too, goddammit. Give me Must be all them summers in Trini, cause this one's doing it for me, folks. <laughs> and Nikki talking about her, um, well, her new body verse even that's supposed to appear in Vulture. She, she's not down with that. She won't clear it for yay. But Nikki Hendrix was a track that apparently was made during the Queen sessions. They decide to bring it back on this album. A lot of great moments. I mean, the J. Cole verse that got phoned in. Wow. And the deluxe continues. Who knows if we're still yet to see another track put on the Gag City deluxe version. We'll see. But we've been fed. Tracks such as 50 Cent, Beep Beep, Monica, Keisha Cole on Love Me Enough, and then Future on a second feature on a track called Press Play. How's that for a little special cloth sock for you, huh? And there's a lot of weird shit that continues to go on in the media, in the headlines. <laughs> I mean, no one else even wants to cover it. So I guess we're going to have to cover it. Big free. But it's the Blueface saga. And it's Krishan. You know, we, we're heavily invested in the Zeus network at this point. We're damn near keeping the lights on there. <laughs> and the Krishan, we're, we'll, we're trying to figure out whether or not this relationship is really gonna work or not i feel like something's gotta give between this child who still are do we settle on a name krishan is it krishan jr is it Blueface? <laughs> is it neither is it even his child so many headlines one month Blueface was looking for the fade from soldier he was turning up in the parking lots in atlanta Asking, hey, where's Soldier at? Anybody know where Soldier is? Nobody knew. And then, I, I reportedly, Blueface is in jail now. Reportedly, he's eating good, too. He's getting spicy Cheetos and all that. <laughs> and now it, it appears that we're still, we're still trying to f keep this relationship going. Keep Blueface and Christian Rock in our lives. The Disney... <laughs> no, they're not Disney couple. <laughs> Far from it. The Orange County version of the Corpse Bride, essentially. Well, Christian Rock is trying to tell everyone, y'all don't get understand a relationship. <laughs> Someone said that this girl eats like a pit bull. 
Someone's like, if you watch Krishan Rock eat a piece of pizza, you'll be turned off the food <laughs> itself. We had so much fun in the devil. That was so fun. Like, it was funny. Well, she got her tooth in. She actually looks pretty cute with the tooth back. All right, so clearly she's just trying to say that y'all don't understand a relationship. No, we really don't. And we don't know why it's in our face every day. <laughs> Blueface still wants fade with Soldier Boy, despite 1K Olive Branch. What was the Olive Branch? I went again. <laughs> on that's why I heard Soldier Boy apologize, man. That shit was real, real respectful. That's more like it. <laughs> yo, Blueface is like, hey, yo, on escrow. <laughs> I hate the pop. Escrow on death row. Yeah, but I turned myself in fashionably late with a thousand dollars in my pocket. You can keep that small change, but I still need that fade on that's why. He promised me that, right, Bo? Yeah, he did. He promised that motherfucker. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. So, yeah, we're going to do it like gentlemen. And, and we can get that out the way. And then we can... And I don't, we ain't getting no money. I haven't made enough off the for the rest of the year. Taking the dub. I'm undefeated, guy. Who fucking with me, bro? Nope. Didn't Blueface do celebrity boxing already? I'm pretty sure he almost got laid out. I don't know how nice Blueface is with, with the fists right now. Shit, I don't know if I would want any smoke, cause he's probably tall, tall as fuck. But soldier, soldier, man, soldier boy against Bow Wow, that was already questionable. I don't know about soldier against Blue, but who knows? Maybe someone's gonna get a lucky one. You know, l land one right on the chin, put him to sleep. Pow, pow. Blue face says he's undefeated. <laughs> Body, school, nobody. That's why. Nobody. Nobody. No. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> oh, my. He actually pulled that one off. All right, Blue. All right, Blue. We're going to do you one. Does it matter? Oh, this is a true. This is a true Crip Anthem right here. Hey, yo, rest in peace, Nate Dog. Nobody does it better than me. They can come closer than close. 
Gangster shit right there. Rest in peace to Nate Dog. That one felt good. Shout out, shout out Blueface. See, see, Blueface is likable. I knew I liked that motherfucker. <laughs> I think everybody liked Blueface when he first came in, but it's like a lot has come with the blue. There's a reason why they don't let hood people into Hollywood. A lot comes with it. <laughs> but I think at the end of the day, it's all been worth it. I mean, we've gotten a whole network off of this cut. <laughs> and he's even making Soldier Boy's ass relevant again. He's he's Blueface is just for the people. Managed by WAC one hundred, you know, games form a manager. It's just like it's a it's definitely putting Compton on the map. You feel, you feel. Is Blueface even Blueface is like from the hills or something? Broward County. Shit, he's from Los Angeles. You know, you already know what it is. Mid-City. Santa Clarita, Oakland, San Fernando. You know, San Fernando Valley, that's where the they got the good smoke. So he's been smoking on that good shit his whole life. <laughs> yeah, you don't want any smoke with Blueface. This guy will tear your ass up. Soldier, you, you better go running. Your ass is old now. How Blueface, 27 years old. Actually, his, his birthday was... Happy birthday to Blueface! <laughs> Celebrating it behind bars! Shit, we'll, we'll give your music some play. But man, Blueface was really making some, some ass music there for, for a minute. He really was. We'll throw his classic on. What I really want to see is how old is Soldier Boy now? Well, he's born in the 90s. Ladiano. 33. That deuce tray. I mean, this this whole tape actually hit real hard. The famous Crip tape. I guess it's only eight tracks. Give a fuck if he like it, but he gon' respect his crippin'. Yeah, I saw funny games till a nigga trippin'. Pop the flow, hide the west side just to catch him slippin'. Pull up hot shot with a briefcase, it's time to handle business. Give a fuck if he like it, but he gon' respect his crippin'. Yeah, I saw funny games till a nigga trippin'. Pop the flow, hide the west side just to catch him slippin'. Pull up hot shot with a briefcase, it's time to handle business. And like that, we about to get into some new news, news, news. Some new, new news. So that's enough of Christian and Blueface. This is a big one. Drake, still involved in this story somehow. We're going to find a way to tie him in. It's common, everybody. Common sense. The 9-9. If you're not familiar, well, Kanye West basically spearheaded Good music off the back of this gentleman right here. Common. Go. Go, 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 go. And on the count of three, 
but it's common sense, everybody. And if you're familiar, <laughs> he's entrenched in this whole beef. I mean, this week actually has been big with regards to Drake. Um, the most deaf beef, the pettiness, Drake calling most deaf, the, <laughs> what was it? The, <laughs> the flea market yarmulke. <laughs> it was bad though. It was bad. Well, you can just see that Common's going to be catching strays again because we all know the, the beef between him and Drake regarding sweets and stay scheming they were dating the same girls at that point it was uh, serena williams and thus we're seeing common step out now into the light with jennifer hudson i don't know if what jennifer hudson's history with drake is but something tells me that they've been in the same room together and that doesn't bode well for for Common, for the Team Lightskin. The fact that she likes Common means that she's on Team Lightskin. That means that she's probably had eyes on Drizzy Drake. Check me out at some point in her life. So I just pray that, you know, this black love that we're seeing here is here to stay. All of it. We've actually heard that um, Remy and Papoose are possibly t um, in, in, in and out of things right now. So it's, it's scary times. You thought that black love was real until Remy and pop broke up or dealt with, dealt with the, these allegations of, of stepping out. So, and you know, it's been a tough time with, Young Jeezy and his his wife getting divorced. <laughs> this is this is sick to be having this chat over Common Go, but because I th I thought that all all of you, you know, anybody that would listen to this, I thought y'all would would be smarter smarter with your decisions, but I guess not. So y'all just need to go. Yeah, cheating cheating asses. It's a shame, you know. We got we got Puff being taken down with these allegations. Cassie basically making it all making it all true. Everything, all the whispers that you've heard over the years. Everybody just needs to go get home. Y'all need to take yourselves home, go to bed. Maybe don't step outside for another decade, cause y'all some nasty fools. But hey, at least we got. Common Sense and Jennifer Hudson. At least we can count on something. Just go. All of y'all. Make me sick. Sick to my stomach. <laughs> Drake on the steak. Steak stream. Not not the steak like a, like a pitchfork. Like y'all need to chill. For real. Be watching too much TV. Uh, another story I want to touch upon here is... Fredo Bang really wilding out? Because <laughs> Fredo Bang, of course, Vlad is behind all of this. Yo, Fredo, what are you doing talking to Vlad? Like, you're just looking for views at this point. But we can't judge. Shit, isn't Fredo Bang, like, related to, like, motherfuckers? 
He was related to Young Dolph, I think. Which is crazy. Rest in peace, Dolph. But I might just be chatting things, though. But uh, oh, Fredo is actually connected to Boosie. That's what it was. So rest in peace, Dolph, regardless. But it's like Fredo's trying to say that Boosie was his, related to him. Anyways, he's shooting a shot. We all know that Fredo Bang loves to shoot a shot. And whether it was... I, th I feel like he was shooting a shot for someone just last year. <laughs> It's like finesse two times and Fredo Bang. They love to shoot their shot. So this rollout, Fredo Bang, is he's coming for Coyla Ray. He's coming for Billie Eilish. He's coming for all of them. <laughs> he feels like, hey, I got a shot. Why not shoot it? All right, all right. Be careful how trigger happy you are, Fredo, because you might find yourself in some deep water. And I'm not talking about Billy's Ocean. <laughs> All right, it's with Benzino because he's the father of Coyle Ray and he's not going to take too kindly to you shooting a shot for his daughter when, you know, he, he still feels like he's in control of all that, <laughs> which he is, could not be further from being in control of all that. Coyle Ray is a loose cannon, but she's really wising it up to the industry and she knows how to make a hit now too. And thus, she has a lot of leverage. She's got partnerships, endorsements. Yeah, Coyle Ray is winning. So for Fredo Bang to think that he can just come through on Vlad TV, the ops, and, you know, just say what he wants, he's going to maybe have to bump into a few people come festival season. Then we're going to see if Fredo Bang really bangs. <laughs> What's this it says about Chief Keef? If my daughter brought home Chief Keef, is this Benzino? <laughs> my life is fucked. <laughs> and Chief Keef is one of my favorite young artists. I'm a gorilla in a zoo and all that, but I don't want my daughter with Chief Keef. <laughs> so we're surely going to hear Benzino uh, clap back. And thus, we're going to see a back and forth between two men that don't own a single bone in Coyle Ray's body. So, and we all know Coyle Ray hates when people talk on her body. <laughs> Mulatto. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Apparently, Fredo Bang is also talking about getting a tattoo of Billie Eilish. I don't know. But I, I got to appreciate Fredo Bang's taste in women. He does, he does know what a good face looks like. Shot your shot at uh, Ruby Rose too. Did I? You did. <laughs> you did. Ah, <laughs> uh, Fredo Bang, you a clown. Kanye West called out as hypocrite over latest batch of Bianca sensory photos. Who's calling him a hypocrite? Just people in general. Nobody gives a shit what people have to say on Twitter. We got to touch on this. Playboy Cardi shares rare photo of his three-year-old son with Iggy. And there was a montage of every Playboy interaction that he's had with young Onyx, his son, over the course of his entire life. And I guess Iggy is always, she's always quick to slag a man down, slag another brother down, slag a fellow father down, 
<laughs> what am I saying? Well, I, a lot of y'all is my son, so. But Iggy, Iggy be, began dating Cardi in 2018. She be, began slagging him down as early as 20, let's just say Christmas 2018 that year. They broke up roughly two years later. So that makes sense. The pair welcomed Onyx April 2020. And that's when the whole relationship got a little bit volatile, as Iggy would even say. Like, right after I had my son, I left his father. Something happened one day with my son's father and me. And it was just one of those moments where you're just like, I didn't wake up thinking this is what my day would be. But by the end of the day, I was on the plane to L.A. and I never went back. <laughs> I know Iggy Azalea is Australian, but <laughs> that for me is kind of how she sounds. Jordan! <laughs> Uh, Iggy, Iggy, Iggy. What was that? Your freestyle about pepperoni and bologna? <laughs> what was it? She was making up words. Let's see the Iggy freestyle live on stage. Flash. You feel good? I feel fucking hot. When when and I we ain't got hoes on call, got a protocol. <laughs> Yo, a lot of y'all might be Iggy's son, for, for real. We all give Playboy the, the credit for all this. <laughs> I mean, everything that's been going on in music. Did Playboy jack Iggy off the, off the rip? <laughs> Is that why he got with her in the first place? Just to shut her up? Like, bitch, take my son. <laughs> oh, man, I'm done. I'm done. I think Playboy just bit Iggy his whole career. Let's have a listen to Fredo Bang's album. Let's see what's up. This is Ring Ring featuring Kevin Gates Freestyle Podcast. I'm seeing features from Rob49, Rick Ross, and Lee Choppa. I saw a video of Quavo, you know, putting... Getting putbacks on Emily Choppa. <laughs> Started singing, singing his song on him. Stand down. Freestyle. <laughs> 
times you call, you get a dial tone. Period. You go ring, 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 ring. Hello, ring, 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 ring. What else? Ring, 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 ring. Come on. Ring, 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 ring. Yeah. Emotionally bulletproof, no inhibitors, I'm balanced. Astromatic pass, I'm working through developing new patterns. In the fitness, healthy living, been upgrading all my head. Money coming in abundance, only thing I'm Let's go, Gates. Women coming in my Be distracted, still don't break your back and pin you to the mattress. Eat the handle without gagging. America, she got time, still at Jack Stan. When that pack land, Let's get it. Hey, Louisiana. It's been a big day today for Louisiana natives. Let's go. I mean, New Orleans Saints didn't make it into the playoffs, but still. That was a nice one from Fredo Bang. Possible new boo to Coyle Ray. Possible new Billie Eilish um, African-American muse. I don't know. Side thing. You know some of these, these pop stars like to get piped out outside. <laughs> a lot of them be sluts. All right. So move it. I think it's time for us to get on out of here for real. <laughs> That squeaky ass chair. We're going to get ourselves in a new studio 2024. I know we keep saying it, but we're going to level on up pretty soon here, y'all. Y'all going to be pretty real surprised when things start looking real lavish. Y'all going to say, Elvia signed. <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> Everybody knows it's not a freestyle podcast unless... We get some NBA young boy in it. New NBA young boy dissing Charlemagne. Hey, yo, Charlemagne, better watch your mouth. Also, I'm a motherfucking donkey. Hey, yo, don't. Charlemagne, come up to Gravedigger Mountain. We'll we'll show you something. We'll show you something. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, I got nigga, and told him face to face, so I can bet you on your shit and hit you with this Drake. I don't get no fuck out. <laughs> right off the bat, first bar, Charlemagne already got. Get it. Say this that amazing games. I got a plan for bitches trying to take them bar for play. You must say hurt nobody's safe. I had them done structure. I can't take no food from out my plate. You busted niggas know me. Try find a place to hide this pool and know it's fucked the police. Fucked up and I'm ruthless. I'm the murder man and I do it. With that shit go as my mommy and then well, I'm gonna get to it. Look. I guess NBA Youngboy, aka Cantrell, I guess he got flagged out. Sorry, I got the hiccups. He was stopped for a traffic violation, speeding off. Must have been in, in that vet motor once again. But young boy, come on, please. We don't need you going back into prison. Young boy, just stay home. Don't go for those drives. Matter of fact, have someone else drive you. We just get one year. 
without Kodak and NBA getting locked up for real. Got that shit on me. I keep that big on me. A million dollars, that ain't shit. I spend it quick. Holla, I got your bitch on me. I'm trying to beat up that monkey. Get in your shit, bitch. I'll show you how. For those that can't see at home, NBA is dancing in the snow with a donkey. And he's got the goat. His whole fam there, Jazz. His wife. Verse two. Oh, he's serious, everybody. And he's a donk. Nah, for real, Charlemagne, you don't want none of this smoke. But you do like the free promo, so... I guess to each his own. It goes both ways. Uh, yeah, yeah. Before heading on out, wanted to give 21 Savage a shout out. You know, brand new album, first quarter of 2024. We had Childish Gambino helping him promote it. You know, they kind of recreated that whole 21 Savage Gotham City character, villain, meme. So the album's called American Dream. It's new project from 21 Savage. They threw together a little bit of a trailer for it. Tried to stir up some controversy. It kind of did it did a lot of the same things that the promo that 21 Savage did for for her loss with Drake where we we saw the Forbes articles, I mean the the fake hot ones. The fake everything. I'm hearing a lot of people talk about how he's not shied away from soul samples on this project, which is very true. Remember the wishing star. Whenever you feel lost, just remember. I'm we got Wanda from. Yeah, that's Wanda from Snowfall. So I didn't actually watch the full trailer, but it's look looking a lot like Oh, here we go. Here's the the childish Gambino portion of it. It's four minute long trailer. Nigga, 
So I'm not entirely sure what's going down in this trailer, but it's definitely looking high budget. It's looking like 21 threw together a nice little cast of him, Childish Gambino, a few others. I'm even seeing some reputable movie stars in this trailer. I hope, I hope, I hope that this is a real film that we are going to get to watch with 21 and Childish Gambino. That would be amazing. Of course, 21 is heading out on tour. He's bringing his UK ass to the UK. And he's going to be doing shows across the UK. So watch out for Sir Savage in a city near you. But this project, I mean, 15 songs. Features from Young Thug, Lil Durk, Travis Scott, Summer Walker, Brent Fiaz, Burna Boy, and Mariah the Scientist, Doja Cat. Yeah, it's sounding like a full project. And if 21 Savage, Sir Savage, is going to deliver, it's going to be over Metro Boomin' Beats. <laughs> so why even wait? Why even play around with you? 15 songs from Sir Savage. This one's featuring Durkio Schmerkio. Dangerous. She on my spot with a clothes off. Shot to the face, he dozed off. Spit that black and we rolled off. Oh, you want to speak on CJ? I'm going to come knock your bros off. Run around like you stepping on shit. Fuck, we just going to cut his toes off. Blessings from like the real dons in that space. You know, I know those guys. I link with those guys. I go to their shows. They come to my shows. They touch my stage. The production. Flawless. And he's he's coming with some real catchy hooks and choruses, and the features really did the thing. You can tell that they respect Sir Savage, and they only they're only gonna give him something that's quality. I don't think he paid for any of these verses. Real one. I'ma speak to my brother kill They getting killed for another nigga. How you gonna ride for another nigga in a different city? Y'all homie switch. I can't talk my voice bitter. Whatever you think my boys did. YouTube record with niggas saying he said he did. I know he did. Yeah, I'm a man. I bring a million in cash around on robber shit. Wasn't a dollar miss. Ask any nigga in the trenches that's on I gotta say, this is probably my favorite song in the project right now. Next to Nina featuring Travis Scott. Yeah, them solo Savage songs are good, but when you got a feature from Schmerkio, from Jacques, I'm fucking with the features on this album. What can I say? Trying to hang with us, 21. 
I grew up on the east side where it's dangerous. Yeah. Fat. All right. We turn bullets to ash. 21. Knocking the guy like cash. 21. Cut on that switch and I blast. 21. Which one of y'all eyes the fast? 21. I ain't even go to my classes. Fuck, I look like giving out passes. 21. 200 on not my dash. This is just one of them joints. It's like when Savage and Young Nudie to get together on peaches and eggplants. Like, you just know what this is going to do in certain rooms. It's gonna spin that shit. Watch out. I can't wait to shrug my shoulders when you pop up And thus, there was also another project that dropped the top of the year. Kid Cudi, Insano. We've been waiting on New Cutter for a minute now. He's back with Kanye. They're friends again. He's in a good place. He's coming at anybody who's got smoke at his Virgil dress that he wore on Saturday Night Live. Like, don't don't mess with Scott Miscuddy. He's got DJ Drama. Apparently, Elliot Wilson's got beef with him, too. Hey, yo, Elliot, get off! I don't know if I've ever heard Cuddy talk so much shit on an album. Like, he's coming for it. He's he's actually spitting on this one. Cuddy's so done with, like, being the Cuddy that you want him to be. He's just out here, like, raging, rocking. It's almost like he's back on his punk shit. Cuddy channeled Speeding Bullet to Heaven into a hip-hop album. Like, same energy, same... Same mentality, but like, yeah, it's just Rager. It's Raging Noise. He should have called this album Rager. Insano, though, I'm fucking with it. DJ Drama. Who knew that we'd get a Gangsta Girls with Cuddy before we got it with Push? Freestyle Podcast. We here. Who would have thought 2024 we'd be out here bumping new Scott Miscuddy, new Sir Savage, Drake album deluxe in the back, new Yay coming through, coming forward. Hey! Wow. Let me do my quick rundown here. We, we got features from ASAP Rocky. You're listening to Travis Scott. There's a second feature from him on the Pharrell track at the party. Little Yachty on Too Damn High. I guess he repurposed an XXX Tentacion track. I don't know how he got clearance for it, but he did. It's motherfucking Kid Cudi. Little Wayne also featured and Young Thug. 
That is insano, and that is in your phones right now. Get into it. Get lost, bitch. Get off. Before we head on out, I actually just stumbled upon new Griselda that dropped right at the top, well, at the bottom of the year. This It could not get more bottom than, than this. December 29th, 2023. Holland Nash, West Side Gun, you know. Conway the Machine. Saying, the best quarterback in the league, the best wide receiver in the league, the best running back in the league. Mm. Like, we ain't mad at each other. Just, you know what I'm saying? Niggas went to the Pro Bowl. Like, right. like oh, shit. And this one right here is called Michelangelo. Big three. We headed on out for another week. We'll see you guys next week. It don't get no bigger, no better. Great pod today, great pod today. Learned a lot. We lived a little. We laughed. We cried. We came together. I I can't tell you how much it means to be able to frequent such a space with like-minded individuals, with people that get to the bag. But also, they make sense. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. 50 cents at best. Was it 50? I don't know. Probably some New York goon, but Buffalo Kids, we up. (laughs) Benny the Butcher was just on the Joe Budden podcast. (laughs) They asked him about, hey, yo, Ben, hey, yo, Ben, when are you going to give us one of them lovemaking songs? He's, He's like... Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk my shit first. I'm gonna make it make sense. <laughs> Let Westside do that for you. It doesn't get any better than Griselda over these timeless samples, Alchemist, Derringer. Beat Butcher. Conductor. Hey yo, next week we're gonna get back into it. A lot of new faces are starting to come to the table in 2024. I mean, last year alone we saw the likes of Ice Spice. No, the list goes on. The list goes on for real. New producers as well. I mean, who would have thought the most streamed artist last year is probably like Yeet, NBA Youngboy, a host of others. We just see that the environment's changing, the game is changing, so you got to stay wise. And without further ado, we signing off. We'll be back 
will be better. Peace, 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 love. Lights. Bless all y'all. Try and keep your head out of the politics. Many blessings. Many blessings. Yeah, I'm still not ready to head out now. <laughs> we're gonna, we gonna give you a nice ode to joy to head on out of here. This is this is what we really came here to do. F- feel good vibes. I've been digging into this brownstone joint lately. All together now, we can do this. But I'm starting to question the love that was made. I'm not looking for just an affair. And I just dare. <laughs> did she? Did she really say truth or dare? Because the way that the way that she embellished that dare really sounds like sounds like dig, no? <laughs> Spin it. You not hurt my pride if right now you decide that you're not ready to settle down. All right, we're gonna get to the business. We're gonna let you guys out for another week. As long as you stay with me. Sauce on the ones and twos. This ain't no intro. We heading on out. If you love the pod, then just say it. One, two, one, two, one, two. Continue to show out, prove your worth, say what you mean and stand on that shit. Don't back down now, you already came a long way, honey. You got up today, you showered, you washed your ass, so you may as well. Let these people know where you fucking come from, who you are, and what it be like. Oh man, we're gonna gonna let them have this one more time. Listen to this.
just come out consistently, come out, play hard and smart uh, for the whole 48 minutes. Come in, come in, come in, get me. I love the hustle, man.